Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 154. Injustice for all. Hi, pals. Time for more Justice League. I'm Al. I'm Maggie. And uh, yeah, this one, I, I knew this one. I've seen this one not mm-hmm. too long ago, but I thought it happened much later in the run. Yeah, right. It it almost it feels early to be getting into this already. But yeah, uh, we got the we got the big like uh, uh, evil counterpart to the Justice League. We mm-hmm. got the, the bad guys now. It's great. But also, I kind of love it. So yeah, well, and I, I it reminded me that, oh, yeah, like Lex goes through this huge arc through like Justice League and JLU and this yeah. is just the f- the very first beat of that. So yeah. It's great. I man this show's good. I, it's so good. Yep. Let me let me just get into it. Yeah, yeah. Just usually we'll we'll chat a bit here, but uh I just want to I just want to tell you about Injustice for All. Mhm. Uh and apologies to any of you who tuned in thinking we were going to be reviewing uh Metallica's 1989 album and Justice for All. That is that is a different thing. I I have no opinion on that. I think I'd like what like one Metallica song. That's fine. Uh, okay, here we go. Lex Luthor, you remember Lex, he's the billionaire criminal, okay, that was redundant, <laughs> who terrorized Superman for a season and a half before he kind of disappeared for the second half of that series, finally has Big Blue on the ropes, and all it took was a pocket full of kryptonite, you know, like in that Spin Doctor song. But despite his genius, Lex forgot to account for a major development in his archenemy's life. Superman has friends now. Friends who quite easily wiped the floor with Mr. Clean. By which I mean they defeat Lex, not that they literally wipe the floor with the cleaning product known as Mr. Clean. That would be a waste of their rather considerable talents. So Lex is carted off to prison where a doctor informs him that he's dying from a terminal case of a pocket full of kryptonite. Oh, Lex. The rest of the world just got sick of the spin doctors, but you had to show off how much better you were, so you just got sick. Also, Superman is standing in the room for this entire diagnosis, so I'm not sure if HIPAA doesn't exist in the DCAU, or maybe this is just part of Lex's punishment. Sometime later, Lex is in his cell watching 1980s hit classic Superman 2 and receives a brilliant flash of inspiration as he observes Lex Luthor escaping from prison. So he also does that. And he brings Ultra Humanite with him. Ultra Humanite is, um, he's like a gorilla, like a white gorilla with a big brain or something. He also has a very terrible outfit with spikes that was almost certainly designed by visionary comics legend Jack Kirby. <laughs> Lex arrives at his new headquarters, which appears to be a Suncoast Pictures warehouse. Oh man, remember Suncoast? You could buy videotapes of your favorite movies there. Another Hollywood memorabilia. <laughs> and is soon joined by a number of other colorful villains from across this shared animated community. Why, there's Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. Whoa, nobody will get this reference. There's a Howard Stern guy wearing Slash from Guns N' Roses top hat. His name is The Shade, and he has the exact same powers as Ebon from Static, and I spent the rest of the episode wondering why he wasn't just Ebon from Static. Then there's Star Sapphire, who hmm, has a pointy mask, maybe Australian, question mark, and maybe sort of has purple Green Lantern powers or something. There's also Copperhead, who looks like a snake ate a guy and then threw up his face. (laughs) And then Cheetah, who's like if Catwoman was an actual cat, like in that one episode of Batman where Catwoman became an actual cat. Yes, Lex has realized that as he nears the end of his life, he has no real friends, so he decided to buy himself some, which is extremely tragic and also extremely funny at the same time. Sometime later, after a fight with the Justice League and the apprehension of Batman, the Joker shows up looking extremely hurt that Lex didn't call him. 
in case you were wondering if this could possibly get any funnier. Batman gradually psychs out each villain individually, despite Joker's regular warnings that exactly this will happen. Some guys manage to get a bomb onto the watchtower, but nothing really comes of that. There's a big fight where Lex reveals his goofy-ass Super Friends armor, except it's actually kind of cool, and now he's kind of Iron Man? But then Humanite betrays Lex and the rest of the team, and the day is saved, and Humanite goes back to prison to watch TV, which is apparently this universe's most prestigious status symbol. I was uh, very impressed by how much stuff Ultra Humanite could fit in his uh, prison cell. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we saw this exact thing, I and, and I saw in your notes, like, mm-hmm. this is just Rudy? Yeah. Rudy's going to be yeah. real upset. This guy got a chair. I don't know what he did to get a deal. Well, the thing is, I don't know what he did to get into prison other than be a monkey with a big brain. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, this is kind of my bad thing. Not exactly. Like, I actually do like how the show doesn't bother with villain origins anymore. Sure. Like, they just dumped eight new villains on us. And, a, well, maybe like five. And then like two we already know. Um this is a world teeming with heroes and villains, and it's just understood that there's a bunch of them everywhere, but, like, they try to cover for... Th- so, I know you don't love the Transformers talk. I will keep this brief. No, that's fine. There's a thing in, in the old news groups in the 90s that we would uh, refer to as Robot Roll Call, <laughs> which is where five new characters with five new toys show up, and they mm-hmm. all turn to the camera and tell you who they are, basically. Ah, uh, yes, I know this well from... Yeah. Uh, Various other stuff. Oh, yeah. It happened in every toy commercial based cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and this show did that a little bit when the new villains all meet for the first time. Uh, a couple of them were natural. Like there's a bit on the news where they talk about humanite escaping and the news. Ca- I think it's Snapper Car yep. says uh, and humanite is a, a super evolved, blah, 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 whatever. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that's a natural place to put that. That fits. And then later when Cheetah's like talking uh to batwoman to batman he finds out oh she was a scientist who was mm-hmm. experimenting on blah 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 and like that was that was pretty natural too but the rest of them shades just like yeah i'm shade and i have shadow powers Dark what do you think of that powers <laughs> what's your name mm-hmm. well, i'm solomon grundy da, da, da. I'm like <laughs> okay guys I like the, uh, we had a couple of these, uh, I like the idea of, like, the working class, uh, uh, super criminal. Uh, who do you mean? Well, like, it just, like, guys like Shade, like, uh, uh, what the fuck's his name? Copperhead? Uh, Copperhead. hmm They just sort of show up and they're just sort of like, yeah, this is what I do, you know? Yeah. I'm not like, I'm not mad at Batman because I fell into a vat of something. I'm just, you know. No, and I'm not trying to take over the world. I just want some money. I got shadow powers and I want to get paid. Yeah. Now, again, I don't know why that wasn't just Ebon. Mm-hmm. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Like, just to, just to connect it a little better. Yeah. And, you know, maybe put a black person on the team. But Yeah. You know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I, I'm a, I like the shade a lot because he's a big character in Starman. Mm-hmm. A comic that rules. Yeah. Uh, but so, like, as soon as he shows up, I'm like, yay, the shade is here. No, but they, also, yeah, uh, Ebon would have been way better. I, I don't know. I mean, knowing, like, this team's passion for the comics, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that they pulled somebody, you know, with a big history. Like, so, really, what is Star Sapphire's deal? Uh, she's a purple Green Lantern. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, they really... And, and, again, I don't need backstory. Like, mm-hmm. she does got two sentences. That's all I needed. Yep. Which I'm was a cheetah. Oh, okay. Uh, look, 
She was a scientist who decided to experiment on herself and it mm-hmm. went wrong. Like, I know that origin. I've read a comic. That's great. What's your deal? Well, cat, I'm a kitty cat and I'm meow, 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 and I'm meow, meow, meow. <laughs> I see. Says Batman. Go who, would stroke, who would stroke his chin if his uh, hands weren't bound? Uh, l- l- let me ask you, do you dance, 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 and you dance, <laughs> dance, dance? Yeah, we got one of those where I'm from, too. I've never had someone understand me like this before. <laughs> uh, now, let me ask you this. Do you like chicken? Do you like liver? Because <laughs> I know a certain company that's going to deliver. Uh-huh. Oh, man. But that, Star Sapphire, it could have just been, like, I don't know. Her, what if she doesn't have a ring? She must have something like the ring that gives her the it's power. It's like right? a head gem, I yeah, think. Yeah, like maybe it, maybe someone snatches it from her and she's like, Hey, I need that to shoot my beams or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, just just something. My beams, like so, somehow this episode had too much exposition, but also not enough exposition. Yeah, exactly. I, I with that one, it was really a, just a coin flip. It's like, Do we want to do Star Sapphire, the purple green lantern, or Sinestro, the yellow green lantern? Yeah, I'm glad they went with who they went with because yeah. there's there's two women on the team instead of just the one. Yep, which is good. Um, and uh, the the DC wiki tried to point out, okay, this guy usually goes with this hero. This guy, I don't, I don't care about it. Yeah, that doesn't that. matter. In this, I universe, did play that game, but then I was like, I don't care. Actually, <laughs> well, in this universe, we haven't spent time with anyone solo except Batman and Superman. Mm-hmm. I don't know who Flash's guys are. I don't know who Green Lantern's guys are. I have no yeah. like. It doesn't matter in this show. Yeah, Wonder Woman presumably doesn't have any guys yet because she just stepped off the fucking turnip boat. Yeah. Which is how you leave the mascara on a turnip boat. Yeah. Cheetah's like the first one to sort of show up and I was like, oh, Cheetah. Mm -hmm. She doesn't really have the backstory with Wonder Woman that I usually expect, but all right. Well, I don't know in Wonder Woman, is she a scientist like that? experiment on herself or is that a different take? I don't remember, honestly. Yeah. She's either Mm. a scientist or she got cursed. Mm. Cursed I mean, by a cat, you know. That, that feels more like Wonder like Wonder Woman did more, you know, mystical stuff. So as I curse, I cursed you with Kirsty. <laughs> I know you don't remember me, but <laughs> <laughs> the um I, I do remember how criminally underused Kristen Wiig was in the uh, Wonder Woman eighty four movie. Yeah, I never got around to watching that. Uh, she could have like they were going for sort of a uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's Selena Kyle vibe with mm-hmm. her, which I liked, but then she was just a mess of CG and bullshit, and it was that's not. too bad. I love Kristen Wiig like yeah, that. Me she would have been, she should have been a great cheetah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that that whole movie was a disappointment, and I like the first one. Quite mm-hmm. a bit. That first one's awesome. Yeah. Um. Anyway, no, yeah. I I generally like this group. I just, you know, like they, they could have hit a better balance of you don't need to introduce everybody. You don't need to show their backstories, but at least give me a sense of who they are. Yeah. That's all. And uh, here's this guy. He, I mean, he is magic. But then Copperhead is, you know, just look, a snake threw up and also he's poison. Fine. I, he, I just, he's such a weird creep. I like it. I like, and a lot of that's in the performance and the mm-hmm. animation. He just comes off as like, you know, yeah, a creep. Mm-hmm. Well, is it, is it, there's a part where he literally creeps down a wall and I'm just, ugh. Well, they, they really lean into the snake thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, snake body language is, you know, like famously just like slithering along and like, you know, going between cracks. And now like, I'm going to go down this wall like this. I like it. And then you had Howard Stern guy for some reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did like his, uh, 
the dude, when you're the shade and your deal is just wearing all black and standing around with a cane, um, mm-hmm. you want to be able to wear all black and stand around with a cane really well. And this dude really wears all black and stands around with a cane really good. He disguised himself as a black tapestry in a room with no black tapestries. And like, <laughs> he's right there. He's look, he's right. It's the only spot of black in the room. It's the, <laughs> look right there. How did you find me? Uh-huh. Like hide in some shadows, man. I see why you're called the world's greatest detective, Flash. <laughs> uh, what? Sorry, I ran too fast and threw up in my own mouth. Uh, that feels about right. And then uh-huh. it just flew back in my face because I was running so fast. And then I fell down like a lot. Uh-huh. And then there. after I fell down, I fell down some more. There is, this is my Kids Love Justice League moment. There is a moment where Hawk Girl heavily implies that Flash suffers from premature ejaculation. Boy, she sure does. And like, it's great. There's no other way to read this. Mm-hmm. She says, like, uh, he says, I'm the fastest man alive. And she's like, that probably explains why you don't get a lot of dates. Like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, if if him being a creep results in her expertly shooting him down like this every time, then yep. I'm okay with him being a creep. Makes it's just, it better. It's just set up. Mm-hmm. But if it's Wonder Woman sort of being naive and saying, I don't know what that meant, that's, why, that's not fun. Why do you want to touch my ass so much? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, go ahead. Mm-hmm. The world of men is very strange. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it is. Uh, well, yeah. That's why I left. Yeah. Opted out. Uh-huh. No thanks, unsubscribe. I got an idea. Fuck this, actually. I quit. <laughs> Um, what was your, I did my bad thing. What do you got? Uh, what was my bad thing? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> this is a basic one, but I really enjoyed this. Uh, they knock out Batman and don't unmask him. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's booby trap, but they don't. I think they do, though. I think people didn't Lex try to. I don't remember. I don't remember that happening, but someone tried to at one point. It's I've watched so much Batman at this point, And yeah. Like, not just this, but, like, I have been exposed to so much fucking Batman in my life. Well, yeah. But regardless. still, I need more Batman. Well, you know. He's, um, I I actually, which kind of ties to my good thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I, there, there would be a real, it would be really easy to say, you know what? Batman got his own series and he got, he got the longest one. He got Mm -hmm. way more episodes than anyone else. You've seen Batman. Yeah. Now he's a part-timer. He's here occasionally, but we're not going to focus on him much anymore. And it'd be real easy to lose him in the shuffle with, like, everybody with their interesting new powers and interesting new backstories. And, like, you know, Green Lantern's got whole space stuff. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. And, like, Wonder Woman comes from a whole other society that we don't know anything about yet. I think we're going to find out next week. But, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, there's a lot to deal with. But Batman doesn't get lost in the mix because they keep giving it, like, I don't think we've seen this Batman before. This particular, like... He's so he's bound the entire time, hands and feet like he can't move. Yeah, he can, he can talk. That's it. Lex makes a big deal of like he's sealed in titanium. And I'm well, just like, Lex, you clear. You are so out of your element. They there. there's a lot of comedy mind from Lex saying, look, I approach this scientifically. Mm-hmm. It's it's infallible. And everyone just rolling their eyes and yep. saying it's Batman. Well, I, lo- I, I I love the Joker showing up and just going, you have no idea what you're doing. I well, do this twice a week. Let's like, let's let's put a pin in that because that's that's a whole discussion in itself. Mm-hmm. But but this was like the, what I want to talk about is Batman 
uh, being assigned various guards and mm-hmm. just getting under everybody's skin one at a time. And instantly, too. It's just like, I can read you like a book. And we know Batman is capable of this, but but animated Batman typically mm-hmm. not a big talker, not a big, like, like people person. He's yeah. usually... He usually punches and he's usually quiet or he says his dumb quips, but that's it. And mm-hmm. like he does detective stuff, but he doesn't really like talk to people, you know, yeah. like not, except when he's like tr- intimidating them. But he's like, like he asks Grundy if uh, he's getting paid more than Humanite, which mm-hmm. pisses them both off. And, yep. and, you know, like he starts talking to Cheetah and basically like um, with Cheetah, he's just like, uh, Oh yeah, nobody understands you, huh? Yeah, hmm. and then mm-hmm. like, oh look, she let him go. Mm-hmm. I mean, she didn't end up being a trick, but you yeah. Know. Oh look, Batman seduced the cat lady. You don't say. <laughs> Who could have seen that coming? I do like that uh, he's making out with the cat lady, and then later on, when he like we have a traitor, she's like, "No, I'm not stupid." Yeah, it's like, yes, I want to fuck Batman. Look at him, but uh... yeah, how many how many people here want to fuck Batman? Joker's like jumping up and down and waving Excuse his arms. Excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> I so, believe I called dibs. So let's talk about that. Uh huh. I like that's sort of the punchline, the the big cliffhanger at the end of the first part. And to me, there's a handful of moments through these series that are just like that stand out. Mm-hmm. That like I will always remember. And I've mentioned a bunch of them before. Like there's like. Bruce's last moment as Batman before he retires in Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. There's the a couple of things from World's Finest, and there's this. There's, yep. Lex does a whole episode with other villains, and Joker shows up at the very end of part one and says, "What the fuck? You didn't even call me." So I know you have my number, Lex. I keep giving it to you. We just teamed up. <laughs> he won't stop emailing me, and it's also good continuity because you know World's Finest. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's like Lex is like, yes, I have to. Te- like, I'm not. I'm not talking to that guy again. You remember what happened last time? I tried teaming up with the Joker. It sucked. I lost th- like three hundred million dollars, four buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of an off week. And uh, Mercy was in the hospital for three months. <laughs> I j- well, and I also this kind of ties into my good thing. Like, so the Injustice Bunch shows up, and my first thought, even with Lex and the Ultra Human Adam, I'm just like, these guys are still pretty outclassed by the Justice League. Yeah. Um, And then they are promptly outclassed by the Justice League. Mm -hmm. Like, they get their asses kicked, you know? Well, and this is is standard, uh, like, kids cartoon 101. Like, there's two teams, but the bad guys don't work together because they don't have the power of friendship. It's like the but that's okay. Of, it works. It, it's like the amount of things I've seen where it's just where like they'll do the first the first injustice gang thing mm-hmm. and be all like the Justice League didn't plan on this. All these villains working together, mm-hmm. like the, the Justice League didn't plan on this. But also they regularly kick all of these guys as asses just because they're all in a, in a room together doesn't mean that they have the advantage. I love that. Like the thing that they need is like. The Joker to actually show up. Yeah. Lex to actually, like, take it. Okay, we can't actually just, like, pretend to have a kidnapping and then beat them up in a room. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to do some kind. We need to have some kind of plan here. Yep. Like, that's the only way any of this works. And, like, part of the reason it doesn't work is Lex has no idea how to handle Batman. No, and he still doesn't. Like, yeah. even after World's Finest, he hasn't learned anything. 
It's just like the I get the the arrogance of like I fight Superman every week except for when I got bored and stopped. Mm-hmm. I this guy doesn't have any powers. Like, well, that like, again, that was world's finest. That yeah. was uh, like I look. I am constantly outclassed by this alien with mm-hmm. amazing powers. He's just a guy in a mask. Yeah, this is not. This is not the. It's it's. This is how Lex treats. Everybody on the planet, you know, yeah. just of course I'm better than you. I'm Lex fucking Luther. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that Lex thinks he is what Batman actually is. Yep. And this show knows that. And yeah. Sort of underlines that from time to time. Look, the way, um, the way the Justice League actually ends up winning mm-hmm. is by getting Humanite to betray the Injustice guys, and by basically by uh, Bruce. Uh, giving Humanite more money than yep. Lex did. Like, like, oh, he wrote you a check? I'll write you a bigger check. Yeah. Okay. I, I love when that works so much. It's such a cop-out, but it's so funny. I legitimately, like, I, I wanted to make more jokes. I was uh, I was a little pressed for time, but I wanted to make more jokes about Lex buying himself friends because mm-hmm. that's really what it felt like. Like, he's like, yes, now we are all together and we are all a team. And they're like, yeah, are you going to pay us? Like, yeah, when do we get paid? Like, don't you want to do this for the, we get to kill Superman. Don't you guys want to kill Superman? This, look, this could really bring us together as a team. We could, you know, this is, this is a real bonding experience. I don't care about that. Once we kill Superman and I get my check, I'm never talking to you again. I j- and also just the, <laughs> I've reached a part in my life. I'm dying. Mm-hmm. And what is the, and what have all my billions of dollars brought me? Yeah, that's the vibe. <laughs> I I love like I honestly, should get some I should get some weird friends that I can boss around. That's that's the whole like I love this version of Lex and also this animated universe I, I've said this a million times. Mm-hmm. They do a great job of sort of showing us all the major iterations. Like we've now had you know, a couple of seasons of Superman where he's the evil billionaire. Yeah. Now he's the crazy supervillain. Yeah. Like with the full on, like they put him in the green and purple super friends yep. armor and it, it actually looks cool. I love, I love that armor so much. And I mean, it's like so many things with DC where Maggie, did you have the superpowers action figure? Yes. Okay. So you'll love this character forever then. But it's, it's Lex Luthor and really it's a yeah. little incongruous, like really purple, green and purple, like robot suit for, for this guy. Okay. I kind of love, I kind of love that that's his one thing. Yeah. Like he's like, I'm like the richest guy on the planet, except for Bruce. Maybe it's kind of mm-hmm. sketchy sometimes. Uh, you know, businessman. I go around in a suit all the time. I sit in at the top of a, the highest skyscraper in Metropolis. And I look out the window and I plot. Got a but shark gonna, in my office, but I'm going to admit, um, I got a really cool set of armor, mm-hmm. and it's in my favorite colors, and it's awesome. And I no. can shoot kryptonite beams out of it. It really is, like, they really have, and this this, this team will shamelessly crib from Marvel, and they're sure. Doing, like, this is straight up Iron Man. Like, yeah. he's dying, and now he's in some armor that maybe won't make him die so fast. Yep. They eh, put a, a thing on your chest so that yeah. uh, the kryptonite can't reach your heart. Yep, I guess. Yep, yep, yep. But it, you know, he doesn't have the 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 crisis of conscience that no. Tony Stark has. He's still just an asshole. But they they will take him through. Like now, he's going to be full on supervillain. Mm-hmm. Then he'll be like crazy mad scientist for a while. Like this, these are all the Lexes. Yeah, it's, it's great. great. Yep, 
And I love that we could like I it, it's what I love about these characters is that you can do so much stuff with them and it always works, you know? Well, this team, I mean, it really takes some skill, I think, mm-hmm. to take all these different characters, like all these different iterations of characters from comics, which are effectively different people. Exactly. And make it all seem like this Lex feels like the same guy, mm-hmm. even though he's checking all the boxes from like 60s comics and 80s comics and 2000s comics. Yep. It still feels like the same guy somehow. It's, yeah. it's, it's hard to do that, but they yeah. manage it and it's great. But but the 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 helplessness, the, mm-hmm. the pathetic like like I will pay you three times as much. Just please, please stay and kill my please, please. <laughs> it's oh, it's so good. And the the scene where. He blames Superman for his illness. I, that's the character, man. That's that's Lex right there. It's this is like uh, in All Star when he spits up when he uh, yeah. spits on the the jail cell. This is everything you need to know about Lex. Yeah, like I can't he did believe this to himself, but mm-hmm. it's Superman's fault somehow. It's like you're the one who put it, who kept the chunk of radioactive rock in your pants next to your dick, dude. Like, what the hell did you think was gonna happen? Uh, well, I thought I would kill Superman and get yeah. on with my day. Yeah, I didn't want him to get close to me. Mm-hmm. This is your fault. And I like how. Like, yes, it's poison to Superman, but you know what? It's radioactive. It's poison to everybody, you dummy. Yeah, like. <laughs> I thought you were a genius. I think I'll just uh, eat lead every day for the rest mm-hmm. of my life to keep Superman from looking at my insides. Yeah, Superman can't see through lead, so mm. uh, checkmate. <laughs> now you'll never know what I had for lunch, Superman. You know I don't care that much, Lex. Later. Oh, fuck, he's right. <laughs> I also like, like, it's very classic Superman to be like, Lex, I'll help you. Like, yeah. look, I don't, I don't want you to die. I don't, I want you to stop doing crime, but I, I don't wish this on you. This well, is not good. It's that great, like, Lex, if you weren't like this, you could do so much. Well, yeah. You're Which in is, a- Yeah, I know. Grant Morrison and a couple other people have picked up on that. Yeah. And like, this show does it a little bit, but. You know, I love there's a bit where um, uh, Lex. So Lex is starting to have like a heart attack or something like that yeah. when he's getting away at the beginning and his his little uh, uh, airship is crashing mm-hmm. and Superman picks it up. And, you know, one thing I've always said I love about this version of Superman is, is he's depowered a bit. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, he can pick up a crashing spaceship, but it's it's hard. It's heavy. Yeah. And there's there's a look. On his face, or is like, this shit is heavy, and I don't want to save Lex Luthor of all people, but this is what I do, and it's it's a it's a mix of this is the right thing to do, but oh, this is hard and I hate it. Yep, I love that. You know, yeah, it's very good. That it's one of the things I love about Superman. Just you know, I don't he'll do the right do thing this. no matter what. Yep. All right, let's go do this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I did want to mention in the scene where Lex gets his diagnosis, uh, mm-hmm. there was some whitewashing. Um, they refer to the doctor as Dr. Patel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a white dude walks in and like, yep. okay, I'm sure a white dude could have that name. But come on. It was very yeah. clearly written for not a white dude. What yeah, are you guys seriously. Doing? Stop it. Also, Superman walks in and I'm pretty sure you mentioned that in your summary. But yeah. like, I had yeah. the exact same reality. Does Superman need to be here? Like I said, I think it's part of his punishment. Mm-hmm. Lex, your public humiliation, like you have a life sentence. And also Superman mm-hmm. gets to be here for any embarrassing thing or any undignified thing or like any yeah. anything that, that makes you not look great. 
Superman's here for. Lex, I have super hearing, and I'm constantly listening to see to make sure that you're not doing any crimes. I'm there for all of your uh, for all of your doctor's appointments. Yeah, whether you know it or not, but the fact that yeah. I'm standing here is just to make you feel bad about it. Sorry, you had that kidney stone, by the way. Mm-hmm. So. Ultra humanite, or yes, or humanite as he's mostly called. They just mm-hmm. drop the ultra at random. I, it's one of those things. I feel like Lex does. Just, oh, ultra humanite. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's as opposed to all the regular humanites wandering around. You're the ultra one. Like you're the <laughs> you're the N64 of ultra humanites. <laughs> wow, the N64. <laughs> That's mostly because I remember the N64 was originally called uh, the Ultra 64. Oh, I did not. I yeah. just thought that was the pinnacle of gaming to you. Mm-hmm. That's that uh, weird sort of blocky polygony period where most games are ashamed that they look like that for a little mm-hmm, while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, you can let Mario could run in a circle. So great. Uh huh. Call me when Mario Galaxy does that, but it looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just I'm, he's an interesting character. But his design, well, his body looks great. Uh-huh. But the, the spike outfit, what the fuck is that? I could not tell you. Um, okay. There's a, part, there's a part where he's wearing it over his, like a lab coat over it. He's wearing he's, a lab coat and he looks great. Yeah. It's like, but, oh, he's a scientist. Okay. And then he takes it off. Well, and he's got like these giant spikes underneath. I'm just like, those spikes should have poked through his lab coat. Well, he's a super genius. He mm-hmm. presumably worked out a way to, to make a spike proof lab coat that fits a gorilla man. Yep. Oh, no. He, what oh, is no. he exactly? Uh, so, Ultra Humanite, I don't know. Whole, I'm pretty sure he's a Nazi. Well, not in this. No. Um, we, we will get some Nazis in this show, though. Yeah. Well, we but got... Not, uh, he, no, that, I was sorry. I was thinking of uh, Brave and the Bold. Mm, okay. Um, But, like, I think he does, Like he transplants his brain into new bodies. Because he's been, uh, like, a couple of different people. Uh, okay. In the, he's the bad guy in the James Robinson Golden Age comic. Oh, right. Which I read that, but rules. I don't remember that specifically. Yeah, it is a good book, but yeah. I don't remember. Uh, did you know, mm-hmm. you might know this, that um, Darwin Cook's uh, New Frontier uh, sort of builds on that. Like, it's actually sort of the same continuity. Yeah, it it, it uh, they don't sort of make it clear, but it's definitely... Yeah, I it got has the, that feeling, you know. When you get the um, the, what are the 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 hardcover one with all the commentary and stuff, mm-hmm. he points that out. Yeah, I th- that made me go back and read it because I love I love New Frontier. Yeah, that comic is fantastic. Yeah, but it's um, one of my favorite comics. Spoiler for that. Uh, uh, that comic, the reveal at the end of that comic is that the Ultra Humanite put his brain into like the body of like this really well known superhero who like helped mm-hmm. win World War Two, right? And also, uh, he put Hitler's brain in the body of a different superhero. Oh, excellent! So that ends with uh, the entire Justice Society fighting a superpowered Hitler uh, in front of the White House, and <laughs> I've met people who use subtlety, and they're cowards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you're saying they saved Hitler's brain? <laughs> I mean, someone did. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm just, I'm just like the character is interesting though. Yes. He's cultured, and he doesn't seem to mind that he's in prison as long as he gets some perks. Yep. He just wants to watch his opera. Yeah. Uh, sit in a nice chair. Yeah. Be able to go to the coffee shop with his brother Niles every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I enjoy him, but I. I don't know. I keep going back and forth on should we know more about these guys or not? Like, mm-hmm. I know I said I like that, that we didn't get a lot. And, and I do like that. But I don't know. Like, 
just well, sort of, I think when you start out with a stock character where it's like, oh, of course, I understand what this is. That makes sense. But Humanite's so kind of weird. That's I the think thi- they needed a minute. It it walks the, like, if, like, the working class criminal guys show up, you're just like, yeah, yeah of course. It's of like, course. He's a snake guy and he's doing this to get paid. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. But, like, the Ultra Humanite has so much... Just, it, it, there's so much backstory that it, they don't tell you. And it's really, it feels very like when you're first getting into comics and it's like this yep. huge, huge world that like no one explains. You just sort of have to pick up on yep. what you get as you go. That's how I feel reading a lot of comics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, that's the thing I like about comics. Uh, I it, I mean, it's easier now that you can Google stuff. Sure. Reading a comic 20 years ago or even 10 years ago when all that stuff wasn't on the internet yet. Mm-hmm. Like, Seth- like, harder. that's one of the things I, I, I loved about it when I was a kid. It's just like, I don't know who this guy is. He's got weird powers, and he looks bizarre, and he has a cool name. And he's my instant favorite, and I have no idea who he is. There is a way to write things like that so that you can just roll with it mm-hmm. and pick up the basics and just go. Yeah. And then there's some writers who just expect you to keep up. Yeah. And that's the difference for me. Sometimes mm-hmm. I can jump in and figure it out, and I love that. But, you know, I think it was Stan Lee or somebody like that, like one of one of the old school guys who said, mm-hmm. you have to write every issue like it's somebody's first. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you need to do that. And again, I don't want a big exposition dump, but for someone as interesting and weird, like, again, when it's a stock character, like a big lumbering stupid guy like Solomon Grundy, I don't mm-hmm. need a bunch of stuff. But Ultra Humanite's clearly... What's going on here? Please tell me. It's like they cut to his cell, right? Like Mm -hmm. Lex is bad. Like the first time we see him, he's a giant white gorilla with a huge brain Mm -hmm. watching TV in an immaculately like. Yeah, in a prison cell. Lavishly filled up uh, prison cell. And it's next to Lex's and he's making so much noise that Lex can't sleep. And Lex goes, humanite, ultra humanite, shut up. Like, there's mm-hmm. so much going on there. And you're just like, what? what's happening? No, and part of me, again, loves that the show will just say, look, this is this is the world. Mm-hmm. Live with it. And that's completely fine. Yep. But but I, for this particular guy... I just I need something. Maybe man. just a, a just just a touch. No, no, we got <laughs> this episode's already packed. Because honestly, he doesn't feel like a villain to me. No. What did he do to get here? Exactly. Like we don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but I do enjoy him, and there was a great bit at the end because yeah, uh, uh Batman paid him off, mm-hmm. but then he just donated his money to PBS. Yeah, apparently. Which was a, I I thought a fun punchline. Because mm-hmm. he's watching, like, he's been watching opera on public television this whole time, and it's just made possible by a grant from the Ultra Humanite Foundation. And, and like, viewers like you. Yeah, but, but like, this guy's not a villain, because he got his big payoff, yep. and then he just gave it to a good cause. Yeah, I I don't know. I like, kind of love it, though. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. And it's such a good, it's such a good detail. I, I guess what it is, is I want to know this guy more. Like, I, yeah. I know we'll see him again, but I want to spend some time. You I want uh, You want the Ultra Humanite episode. Maybe, or, you know, this, as you say, this show, like a lot of stuff happens. They like to they really pack them in. And I love mm-hmm. that, but you know, do the ultra humanite and somebody else like Grundy, who really only has about a sentence of backstory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grundy, eh? When, mm-hmm. what day of the week were you born on? Uh, okay. I gotta know. Is that from something? I mean, it's a, it's a nursery rhyme. Oh, is it? Solomon Grundy born on a Monday. Yeah. Okay, because back on the message board where you and I met 20 mm-hmm. years ago, a poster 
from Australia. This that's not relevant. It's just how I remember which one he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrote a little song about Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. Whoa! Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to <laughs> sing it. And Amanda and I made fun of it for so long. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a reference to something else. I thought it was just something this guy pulled out of his <laughs> Australian ass. Oh, no. Um, okay. That's like an old nursery rhyme about like... Oh, so was the character named after the nursery rhyme? Yes. Okay. I mean, that happens a lot. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. He's oh. like Humpty Dumpty or... Uh... Yeah. You know, that, that famous uh, Batman villain, Humpty Dumpty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Basically, anyone who hangs out with the Mad Hatter. Well... I mean, they're all just from that one book that he's read. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, two books that he's read. <laughs> I love my one or possibly two books and being a creep. Mm-hmm. Copperhead's like, creep, eh? Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Flash is like, creep, eh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? You ever stare at a woman's ass really fast? All right, Flash, you need to go. Uh-huh. Jervis is like, a, you, you know, you're a bit much even for me. Seriously. <laughs> I don't know. Just I just I just sit in the corner and stare at them until they have to leave. I don't know what your deal is. I just mind control them to do what I want. You're mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I do feel like Hawkgirl and Solomon Grundy, if they had fought each other, they mm-hmm. would just keep hitting and punching each other until they both turn to dust. Yep. <laughs> That's both of their approaches is just punch, punch, punch. Ha! Yep. Ha! Ha! <laughs> and uh, this show later will use Grundy as sort of a stand-in for the Hulk, because that's mm-hmm. basically his whole thing. He's just yeah. a big dumb guy. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Right. That's all you need. Grundy want more money. Mm-hmm. I absolutely was just like, what is he spending his money on? <laughs> more more suits. <laughs> Grundy go to sharper image. Grundy buried in this suit. It's looking real tatty. <laughs> uh, if only Grundy had better suit. Grundy bigger, want... What's that? Bigger coffin. <laughs> Grundy want nice uh, hat like Shade have. <laughs> Shade, give Grundy hat. Mm, doesn't fit. <laughs> no, you'll bend it all around your giant head. Is that true? <laughs> Grundy could dress that good if Grundy wanted to. <laughs> yeah, but you couldn't do it with the style that I do it with. <laughs> Grundy can't afford to pay rent. <laughs> Grundy think rent too damn high. <laughs> Grundy, you're three days late on on the rent. Grundy, sorry. Grundy doing best. <laughs> Grundy hate working in gig economy. <laughs> Drive Uber six hours yesterday. Drive for Uber and Lyft. <laughs> Still can't pay bills. <laughs> oh, this is the new breakout character. Someone throw up in Grundy's car. <laughs> Grundy have to pay for own cleaning. Oh, Grundy get four star review. Never recover from that. <laughs> they, they say uh, Grundy not loquacious enough. <laughs> What Grundy, they want from Grundy. Grundy had to look up word lo- loquacious. <laughs> Grundy had to talk to relative Miss Grundy, who's teacher, <laughs> to learn what that word means. <laughs> Miss Grundy, teach Archie. Only have one tooth. Mm-hmm. They also put him in goggles 
during mm-hmm. some of the mad science, which I thought was a great look. Great look. There's some great goggle action in this episode. You know I love goggles. Look, I you, you look a full on goggle fetishist. That's 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 a well known like since the first thing we reviewed, which was the cage mm-hmm. where someone wore goggles. Yep. This has been known. Mm-hmm. You've always been very uh, very open in public with your very transparent with your uh, mm-hmm. goggle fetish. Mm-hmm. Now I'm trans regular with my goggle fetish. Mm, that's true. Uh, let's see. What else? I think that's about all I have. Yeah, let's uh, just take a quick look at the notes. This was great. This was so much fun. This is this is this show <clears throat> firing on all cylinders. Like, yeah. The, every now and then, because of the sort of the, the two-part uh, format, it's like, oh, this is a little padded because they didn't quite have enough, or there's not enough, you know, or, the, or there's too much going on. Like, this is the right balance of there's a lot of characters, there's a lot of information, there's a lot of... But, but you're still learning things about the guys we already know. Like, mm-hmm. it's still about the Justice League a bit, at least Batman. And, like, there's there's a lot going on here. And and you're moving a character forward that for, we're familiar with from Superman. Like, Lex, mm-hmm. this really bridges the gap from Superman Lex to Justice League Lex. Like, this is this is uh, a taste of what he's going to be like now. Yeah. It's and great. I'm I'm really fascinated to see him, like, just keep having the kryptonite poisoning going forward. Like... I yeah, think that's a really that cool goes concept. Into, that goes into JLU. Like, yeah. that doesn't go away. Um, And I didn't realize, like, it occurred to me, uh, the, the DC Wiki backed this up, but it, mm. it occurred to me uh, as I was watching, we'd never seen Lex in jail before. No, that's the thing. Like, He always gets away with it. Like, Martian Manhunter uh, mentions it at one point where he's just like, we finally got, we finally got you, Lex. Mm-hmm. And I love that, like, Superman's like, hey, I'm on a team now. Could can you guys help me bust Lex Luthor? Because this guy's driving me crazy. Look, I've put everybody away. Sometimes they get away. Sometimes I got to go get them again. But like, I, I get it. That's I put the them game, all away. But he's the only one. Well, mm-hmm. him and Brainiac, but Brainiac's a computer, and that's weird. But yeah, well, other than that, it's hard to put a computer in prison. We're still trying to figure out how to do it. Batman's like, I know how to do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's also hiding in the Bat computer, so don't be too cocky about this. Yeah, one, seriously, folks. he's gonna be in the Bat computer until like Batman Beyond times. So mm-hmm. like that one's really on you, pal. Yeah. Well, you can't check your uh, you can't check your computer regularly. Jeez, what are you me? <laughs> I don't trust virus scanners. Okay. <laughs> All right. <sighs> no, I I love I love this Lex, but again, he like to this point. Never went to prison. Never, no. Because, like, you know, he's a rich piece of shit and he bought his way out. And he's, yeah. he's, he threatened to do that this time. <clears throat> but but I, I like that the the all-consuming rage he has for Superman has sort of superseded everything else. Yeah. To the point where he's like, he would be smart and measured and just do the calculated evil thing if he wasn't so mad at Superman. Yep. He but hates Superman he's, so much, he's though. He's fucking up so bad because mm-hmm. he's just so angry. I love that. Yeah. It's it's such a good part of the character. Yeah, because he's still smart, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. And we haven't talked about the Joker a whole lot, but like it was such a good like Mark Hamill still. Mm-hmm. Like I I know we say it every time, but Jesus. Yeah. Like I, the first I, part ends on that laugh, and that laugh still. Yep. Oh, it's <laughs> he's still got it. Yeah. And you oh. know he always will. But mm-hmm. this is also uh, the update Joker again. Uh, mm-hmm. The red lips are back, and it's instantly better. Uh, they're gonna go away again, though. Uh, seriously? 
yeah, there's the JLU episode where he doesn't have them because I know because there's commentary on that episode and the mm-hmm. creators are just like mad about it the whole time. I yeah, well, it works, you know, like I know. I think they were just trying something else. There's also some great animation with him at the end of the episode where he's like, well, every, well, this plan fell through, but I can still shoot Batman in the face. Yep. Oh, and that like, and Batman has escaped and he basically mm-hmm. gives the Roger Rabbit, I could have escaped at any time, but only when it was cool. Exactly. And like the animation there where he effortlessly deflects all of Joker's punches and just mm-hmm. cold cocks him is just like, yeah, that tracks. Also, Joker pulls out a fucking straight razor, and that rules. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to slice his face up a bit. It's fine. This should be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm. Lex said, don't leave you alone with, with Batman. That's a good thing for Lex to say. You don't you, want that. If someone going to shave Batman, it's going to be Grundy. He need to make rent this month. <laughs> so, you come here often? Mm-hmm. Grundy just learned shave and haircut only cost two bits. You need a lot more than two bits to pay rent. <laughs> you need tip Grundy better. <laughs> what, Grundy not do good enough job? Please give five star, please. <laughs> <sighs> Grundy can't take this anymore. <laughs> Grundy need to move out of city. Well, I mean, doesn't he live in the swamp? <laughs> Grundy need to move to cheaper swamp. Grundy have perfectly good swamp, then Luthor, then Luthor build Legion of Doom headquarters here. <laughs> suddenly, every, suddenly all the swamp zombies have to move out. Put, put giant Darth Vader head somewhere else. <laughs> I can't. Swamp Thing won't let me put it over there. Ugh. Swamp Thing have homeowners association. Uh, something wrong in green. Shut up, Swamp Thing. <laughs> oh, Grundy's so sick of Swamp Thing. <laughs> That's a guy we don't get to see in this, which is unfortunate. I yeah, think that would have been like, like, yeah. There's the there's a more mature take on him that Alan Moore did, but like, mm-hmm. th- you could you could make him fit in this. Well, that was always my only thing with uh, th- the only thing that made me sad about the JLU stuff is like it never touches on any of the Vertigo characters, and you know I love fucking early ass Vertigo stuff. Yeah, I honestly I remember back in the day imagining what it would be like if they did a whole episode with like the the Endless. Mm-hmm. The Endless would have been amazing. They could Doom pull Patrol. that off. Because they had a, oh yeah, fucking Doom Patrol, of course. Yeah, man. But they had a, they had a, um, like later on, they'll do like uh, some Dr. Fate stuff and some like uh, Dead Man stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, there's a a lot of that mystical stuff where like uh, Sandman would have fit in perfectly. Yeah. But. I think they tried to get Sandman in, but they're like, the real game probably wouldn't let him or something. Yeah. Because for a while he was real weird about a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like he wouldn't put anything on the internet for a long time either. He just, you know. Uh, Sandman shows up in the Morrison JLA run and, like, hits, like, like, there's a bit where it's, like, use with the permission of Neil Gaiman or something. Yeah, yeah they probably had to, like, call call Neil Gaiman themselves yeah. and say, hey, please, come on. Like, I don't think it's a lot. I think it's just, but you have to make that courtesy call or well, something. I, well, Neil was, like, a, a fucking acolyte of Alan Moore, and Alan mm-hmm. Moore probably beat into his head, hey, creator's rights, creator's rights. Mm-hmm. You made this thing, it's yours. So Don't let probably, him do what they've done to me. Yeah, and he probably insisted on that, and look good on him for that. Yeah. But also, this is a shared universe, and it is work for hire. Like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give it up somewhere. Yeah. You know, like, get paid, get credit, 100%. Mm-hmm. But also share your guys. Yeah. Also, DC, pay him to share their guys. How about yeah. that? There's the answer. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think of a way where I'm not siding with the corporation, and that's yeah, it. No, you know what? All of this is owned by Warner Brothers and has been owned by Warner Brothers for a long time. And yeah. you know what? They've got money. Fucking yeah. pay people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anything else? Um, I think that's it. Everything I got. The only other note I had that I wanted to mention was uh, Lex watching everyone beat up Superman. He might as well be jerking off. <laughs> yes, yes. Get him. Get him. Yes. Grundy, I'll pay you five bucks if you kick him in the balls. All <sighs> right. Just a meeting to Grundy, but all right. <laughs> Can't you just pay Grundy lump sum? <laughs> you nickel diamond Grundy to de- to after death. Why you no pay Grundy as much as ultra humanite? <laughs> He's smarter. Yes, but Grundy work harder. <laughs> <sighs> Grundy real into communism now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Workers of Swamp Unite. <laughs> I have nothing to lose but vines. <laughs> we call those TikToks now. <laughs> also, honestly, good to see Lex again. Like, yeah. Lex, Lex was gone for a long time. I hadn't heard Clancy Brown as Lex on, on our show for like a year and a half no. or something. It's been a long fucking time. Uh, it's like he's back, baby. Yeah. And, and he's going like, to stay back. Oh, yeah. He's one of the consistent, like, uh, you know. Guys, mm-hmm. which he should be. He's one yeah. of the great. Uh, oh, that's the other thing that mm. I wanted to mention is, yes, we get the Joker. We've alluded to this before, but we need to talk about this now. This show was happening at the same time as uh, another Batman series that was using all the Batman characters. Mm-hmm. And the Joker is it. We get the Joker and Harley shows up with him once or twice. Mm-hmm. And that's all. None yeah. of Batman, like none of his other uh, villains ever show up in these big villain team up things because they weren't allowed to use them, yeah. which sucks. And we it never does see, suck. we never see Robin or Batgirl or Nightwing. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. Like, well, at Nightwing the time, much of a loss, but uh, well, I, that, there would have been, there could have been an interest, like you do a whole sidekicks thing or something, mm. you know, like there, there could have been an interest. Yeah. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. But ah. They didn't do it. That that's the thing is like at the time it was like well whatever we got a we got a an embarrassment of riches here. Mm-hmm. It's like we spent a lot of time with Batman's guys. It's no big deal. But looking back, it's like yeah, but this is the DC universe, and yeah. this is this cartoon is effectively eighty five percent of the DC universe. I I really miss the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, like know? well, I remember at the time it's like well, Joker's here. That's the important one, you know. And but he like, is. Yeah, but I don't know if the big muscle guy like look. We're obviously enjoying Grundy. I'm yeah, not you suggesting don't say. you get rid of Grundy. But if if it had been Croc or somebody, you know. Why you hire Croc instead of Grundy? What Croc do better than Grundy? <laughs> Grundy can pick up bigger rock. <laughs> Grundy pick up so many rocks. That wasn't even Croc. That was Batman pretending to be Croc. Ugh. Grundy work in quarry with Fred Flintstone. <laughs> in a living. <laughs> in an after living. Man pull bird. Time go home. <laughs> <laughs> He's starting to tour Johnson. I know, I love it. Yes. Look, Time talking, for Grundy go to bed. <laughs> talking like that is a lot more fun than I expected it to be. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Where was I going? Oh, just the, the whole, the lack of the Batman. Yeah. Like like I said, if Croc had been there instead, it would have worked. Yep. Like, or if the Star or if a Cheetah had been Catwoman or, yeah. you know, whatever, like. Like, and I'm glad we got a, a look at the the wider DC universe, but it, it just sucks that there's a bunch of villains yeah, in well, Gotham that just get left out now. The fact that they're gone <clears throat> makes their app, like, yeah, you know, you look at like a crowd shot of villains and there's no Batman characters, just like, 
Mm-hmm. We spent like an entire like series like building them up, and here's a bunch of Superman's guys. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, oh, good, Rudy's here again. I don't know if Rudy shows up in Justice League. I know Brainiac does. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure Metallo does. Like a lot of his bigger guys do. Sure. <clears throat> well. Maybe I'll get lucky. If Rudy shows up, I'll be very excited. I, I don't remember it, but I there's a lot I don't remember. But like there's like a lot of series I like. I kind of watch the same my favorite episodes a sure. hundred times and skip a bunch. So, yeah, it's like eh, this one's not written by Dwayne McDuffie. Let's watch one of those. We're going to get a run in JLU where he just wrote every episode in a row. And it's yeah. And they're great. Perfect. And look, it was actually a writer's room. And I'm sure like he gets the credit, but a lot of other people mm-hmm. contributed. But I, you know. I bet the reason it's good is because of him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was great. Yeah. All right. Anything else about this one? That's that's everything I got. Very well. Well, that's all for this time. Next time, mm-hmm. I believe, let me look at the list. But I think we have, yes, we have the Wonder Woman backstory episode. Yeah. Paradise Lost. So that's good because so far Wonder Woman's felt like a bit of a placeholder. Mm-hmm. We kind of need to, to back up a minute and say this is where she came from. This is what her deal is. I don't know if she had any dialogue in this episode, actually. Uh, she had like one or two lines. Yeah. But mostly she deflected things with her bracelets. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, no, we need we need more than that. We need to know about her dumb rope and her dumb, like, star-spangled panties. She and- She ties up joker and i wanted so much for joker to have to speak the truth but it's like what truth is this guy gonna say they the i i do remember some of the more outlandish wonder woman things don't happen at first yeah she the 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 lasso doesn't do that for a while yeah but it will later and then she doesn't have the invisible jet right now but she will later Mm mm-hmm I think they I think they wanted to gradually ease you into some of the weirder Wonder Woman stuff. I, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I love Wonder Woman. A lot of her stuff is fucking bizarre. It's just a weird like collection of things. If you're if you're trying to do a like a cohesive, streamlined, this all makes sense version, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's golden age wackiness by a by a fucking S and M, you know, mm-hmm. polyamorous like look, the guy was a, a nut job and I love him. Yeah. But but it wasn't meant to make narrative sense. It was meant to fulfill several of his kinks. Yep. Which I'm here for. But if you're putting it at a show where everyone else makes sense, you got to you got to figure it out. God, if I could in- introduce a character. <laughs> yeah. Just made up of just made up of my kinks that sticks around for 100 years. I feel like I feel like there's been a handful of characters in these shows that are pretty close. Mm. Harley. Mm. <laughs> All right. We're getting close. Look, you've been very public about some of them. I'm sure I don't know all of them, and I don't need to. No, you sure don't. It's a private thing. Uh-huh. But, you know, of the ones I'm aware of, it feels like you're awfully into Harley. Uh-huh. That's different. That's just Harley. Well, all right. <laughs> just, hey, all right, everything about this is amazing. Yep. True. All right. Well. Yeah, so next week we're doing the, the uh, Wonder Woman thing. Uh, we will be joined by Bob for that. So Yay. that uh, Let's see. Our website, as ever, kidslovebatman.com. Uh, the uh, email is kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail. Uh, I can't believe we're still on Twitter, but we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am at Algar. I am at, at Maggie Robots. And that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. Twa For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. 
to provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.